tell me when you're c- recording. Cut out Danny completely. Thanks. Thanks. Who's Danny? Danny who? Danny, who is Danny? Danny. I, I made Danny. this podcast happen. Danny, Danny, Danny who? Danny. So thank you for having me on this podcast. Great <laughs> <laughs> entry. Up. Okay, let's do this. Let's, let, let, let's ask you a question. Hey! Okay, guys, today we have some very special guests on the show. Okay, guys, we've got um, some of our very good friends on the show to talk to us about a very, very hot topic, which is... Dating and relationships. Wow. Mm -hmm. Sexy topic. Okay, so guys, can you introduce yourselves? Let's start with our friends. Hello, uh, I'm Danny Elzane. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm here to talk to you about my male perspective on dating and relationships. <laughs> What's your relationship status? Uh, currently single. And ready to mingle? Is, is single, ready to mingle the equivalent of like modern day unemployed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, does your relationship pay you? But uh, I mean, if you don't have a return on the investment you make on your relationship, I don't know if that's it's. I'm just podcast. saying. I'm just that's saying. True. That is true. All right, cool. So, um, why don't you introduce yourself? Sam Mortier. That's all I have to say, really. What's I, your I don't, relationship what status? Oh, I, I'm engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shock of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know anyone that wanted to marry me, so one fell for the trap, <laughs> which is beautiful. Okay, and we have a third guest too. Hi, my name is Lauren. I am, I guess I've fallen for the trap. So we have Lauren and Sam on here, um, good friends of ours who are now engaged. So like huge congratulations to you guys. Yeah. Very, very excited for yeah. you. Clink, clink, clink. And we've got myself, Shardy, and... Oh, let me take a sip. And Shardy. And Shardy. Shardy being Shardy. And Danny, yeah. So, I think this is a really interesting topic to talk about because when you think about it, the basis of dating is human psychology and none of us have a fucking clue (laughs) about any of it, right? Even the guys who kind of have it sorted out. So, you know, we have a couple here who you know, seem to kind of have it figured out, I still feel like we have no idea what the hell's going on sometimes. It's like it's a completely different human being. Like, how do you even, like, merge and, like, you know, bring your worlds together? Mm-hmm. And there's so many books and podcasts and YouTube videos and all sorts of conversations that go on about this stuff. Um, and it's just interesting to see, like, the female and male dynamics and just get into it a little bit and, yeah. See if we can all understand each other and just figure shit out. Let's be nice to one another, though, because I know be we're nice. very comfortable with each other. Bit too comfortable. No personal bantering. Know your place. Look, look, look. Okay, that was an indirect to me. This is a safe space, and this is for us to, you know, a little bit about learning about more about each other yeah. as well. Like that always happens, like in yeah. conversations Absolutely. like this. Yeah. And also, maybe someone out there can relate to mm-hmm. some of this stuff, you know, because uh, you know, it's bound to be at least one person thinking and doing the same kind of thing. I just remembered something. Shardy just put her hand up, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Shardy, you There's a lot of us in the room tonight, so I'm being polite for once. We didn't talk about background, where you're from, where your parents from. Mm. Yeah, let's do that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Where are you yeah. from? Daniel, yeah. start with you. Uh, yeah, very mixed background. Uh, my dad's Lebanese, my mom's Bulgarian. Uh, they met at med school in Bulgaria. Um, they ran away, and I was actually born in Switzerland, where they... Uh, seeked asylum. It didn't quite work out, so I ended up growing up in Bulgaria um, and moved to the moved to London when I was um, twelve and stayed here ever since. So how tall are you? I'm six foot two. <laughs> Woo hoo! What your hair? My hair is black. My eyes are green. Hey! You can paint the picture now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and we'll provide his Instagram link. Yeah, you I'm no longer engaged. <laughs> Yeah, Are you an eighth Italian? 
Is that correct? I've had it said before. Oh, don't, don't start, please. <laughs> I'm not, oh, obviously not. Uh, um... I, I don't know. I, my, my history is not that interesting. Uh, um, I I was born in Iran. A uh, couple of months old, we moved to San Fran. We lived there for for a few years, and then we moved to the UK. Uh, no, we moved back to Iran, and then we we moved to the UK. So so we have had a semi semi interesting you know experience. I think I think probably the most interesting part of it was learning a new culture. You know, the English culture is completely different to the Iranian culture. When I, when I first moved here, you know, most people were saying, oh, yeah, the, you know, the English are really sarcastic and boring. And, and that's what I thought. And then and then I really uh, um, got myself involved in the culture and I realized the sarcasm is part of the banter, you know, and it was it was so hilarious to me. Whereas like Iranian banter is quite silly and quite uh um abusive in a way where where you know you take the piss out of your friends you know your best friend and your mom and your dad don't there's no line that you can cross you know there, there is there is just pure if they did something wrong you've got to catch them out before you get caught out and, and i think i do truth always behind yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. which time. which is why they get hurt you know it's not it's not you know your your mom hears it and goes i don't believe you just said that and but she does believe it because she knows where it comes from you know like that's that's where it really came from but 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 i think i think the the english side of things growing up and i think out of our friends i've probably got the most amount of like white english friends my my humor developed or, or changed slightly in in the sense that there was more dry sarcastic humor that that developed in my world which was like one-liners witty sort of like uh things that were more uh, uh play on words than they were maybe a silly joke and so when you try and translate that with like a middle eastern culture i went to america and like Lawrence family are predominantly Iranian and like quite American like banter which is quite silly like like let's be silly sort of banter you try and translate that and it doesn't cross over the 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 UK banter comes across rude it's so you know true. it's so different like so many people find it hard to like merge um, it'd be interesting to get your take on this actually Lauren to like merge in with English people's like jokes and banter and culture because, yeah, we do come across as rude and as oh, yeah. mm-hmm. fuckers yeah. as well. <laughs> but do, do you know what's really funny? Because I, I, I think I'm fucking hilarious. You know, no, I'm not saying that because we're on a... No, no, no. No, 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 no. But I don't mean it from from the sense that, that we're on a we're on a podcast and, like, I can show off that I'm funny. But I, I'm literally saying, like, I'm a fucking funny guy. <laughs> like, but if I go to America, her family, look at me. I'm, like, I'm the driest person on the planet like why are you even saying this like that's a bit awkward and i used to say that about like like uh, danny you know i love you bro but the reality of it is i would crack a joke and you would crack the same joke but people would laugh at mine and tell you you're being awkward you know do you know what i mean like it wasn't it wasn't a thing the, the, the point is like the 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 you you might say something in a certain culture in a certain background it will bang but in another culture or background, you are the driest person in a borderline yeah, room. Do, do, called, do you know what I mean? There's a thing called reading the room and like understanding your audience. He's like, not doing that right now. Lauren, what's your background? Where are you from? Lauren, what's your background? I'm from California originally. My parents. Oh, yeah, also, this is the same show. Um, I am from California originally. Um, my dad is from Tehran, and my mom is from Los Angeles. Her her parents are from Mexico originally. Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. and um, yeah, my dad moved over from Tehran when he was fourteen by himself, and kind of just made a life for himself um, in Los Angeles. And then yeah, moved his entire family out. Um, he you know worked he worked himself all the way up. He worked at Burger King and nice. and then became the manager wow. and then got into construction because he you know he just you know saw a few construction workers and was like how can I get into this and kind of built himself up from there. Okay. Um, and so yeah, he was able to kind of get into construction and then uh, build like up wealth, getting into property management. Um, and then, yeah, we, he, um, I'm from a family of five, so I have uh, four other siblings. 
Um, but yeah, we grew up. I feel like the Persian culture like dominated our our family. Hundred percent. When you're half, when you when you just to add to that, when you're half Mexican, half Iranian, you know, at the parties, it's like. Could be there and tequila, you know. Like, you know, it's not. This is like kebab and tequila. It's like that's the party, you know. You don't mess about. You try having. You try having hummus with kebab on Christmas Day. <laughs> not cool, man. Not cool. as well but right now you're on dating apps i'm pretty well versed yeah in the <laughs> i've had a good dating experience are you active on dating apps at the moment um yeah one dating app i think yeah i guess guess slowly during lockdown i guess which app uh i'll say hinge okay and are you dating is that is that is, is it hinge because the other ones have died out no I like, so. like tinder i don't really see I people talking tinder about there is actually quite quite yeah, yeah quite yeah. quite active. I mean, Hinge is positioned as the uh, as the Tinder for thoughtful people, as I like to think of myself. Thoughtful people. Thoughtful people. Yeah. Oh, the man. idea is that it's, it's less judgmental on just appearance and more on that you you get some prompts. But I think Tinder have introduced similar features. Mm. Um, Do you see more t- Tinder is more like uh, um, a. a, a Do you think Tinder is Do you think Tinder is more shallow? Um, I, I think so. If Tinder maybe it's more shallow. orientated on. Yeah, no, I feel like sense. Tinder is like the bottom of the barrel, though. Because really? it's yes or no, isn't it? It's, it's like it's, it's, it's the easiest way to swipe left. Can we right? stop crossing out the only Iranians that created the dating app? What Shaytun? No, Tinder. <laughs> Tinder was created by two oh, Iranians. Created by Polish guys. No, man. it wasn't. We claim everyone. We anyone that is not we anyone, know, we, we claim no, them. We, 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 we googled this. We googled this. We them short and right. There's two: the Jewish Iranians, and they created yeah. Tinder. Don't even try. Don't don't. Stop. Mate, we have claimed Shakira as you know, Iranian. Do you know we, we can't claim any more people than we can find. So anyway, moving on. This wasn't something our parents told us. It's Google. Because your parents told you. It's very question. You just shut up for a second. Okay, so you're on Hinge, and how's it going for you? You date? How many people are dating right now? That's what I want to know. Go on, be honest. Danny's looking all shy. Physically dating. Just dating. Just dating. Yeah. How many people? How many people are you speaking with? Yeah. How many people are you speaking? Because dating and speaking is completely different. Is it? How can you date someone without speaking? Well, yeah, you can. No, no, no. Because you never met them. Yeah, you've never, yeah, you've not oh, really, I think you've like, never met them. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, 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 Get a right. There's a lot, lot of work in becoming so successful. Danny, it's all good. Okay. Danny, um, I, I can't personally date more than one person at a time. Lauren? <laughs> Lauren has decided that now is a good time to start messing with the fire. Lauren! <laughs> can, can I just say, as an, as an, as an, as an uh, uh, tangent, like Lauren almost <laughs> burnt the house down. I yesterday. feel like this entire podcast is going to be a tangent. Ask the question again. Wrong right. from the beginning. How I'm many sorry. people are you currently dating? And I mean physically dating. How many? Uh, just one person. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't do more than one person at a time. Um, so you only need to one person at a time. You do, yeah. And if if I'm honest, I'm. Transitioning from one person to to another, I think is more suitable to me. Okay. And, and I'm not I'm not gonna, gonna uh, I'm not gonna simultaneously date both of them. Um, it's just about you know you stop seeing one person oh, and then so you invest stop. your energy into another person. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask a question? Okay. I'm actually really interested in this. You're on a dating app, so so you know before before way before Lauren, I was you you remember this you my best friend so you understand this more than anyone else. 
I was never big on dating apps. You know, I, I kind of like... You had the charm. I, I, you you yeah, could yeah. do it on, on a night out, whereas... Yeah, yeah. So that, I might have preferred meeting someone on a night out. And I, I kind of had... I kind of had, like, maybe a, a couple of things that I would say on dating apps that I would have repeated on every single conversation until really? someone, was like... Was there a copy-paste? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. If, if someone... Yeah. Because you've got to think about... You, if you do not have something original to say, no one's going to fucking respond to you. The, yeah, the reality you base of it, is, it on, like, the person's profile. Yeah. Absolute bullshit. People that think... I know this is really rude to say, but people that think that girls need something very bespoke in my opinion, are, are not very clever people. And I'm not saying that to be rude. I'm, I'm literally genuinely basing it on psychology. People, women or men, you need some sort of an interaction, some sort of an interest. And, and that interest can come some, from something interesting. Whether that interesting point has been repeated 10 times or not, as long as it's interesting to you, you don't care whether it's been repeated 10 times. So whether you copy and paste the message, they don't know whether it's been copied and pasted 10 times. Or they care about... Absolute... Sometimes you can tell. Not if you can, if you can take... So, so if you write a message, and I, 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 I found this quite interesting on, on, on Tinder when it first started because I was single at the time. When Tinder first came about and I was messaged with, hey, how's it going? I never really got responses. And I was like, why, why am I not getting responses? When I started messaging people, and I, and I had like a, a little copy and paste message that I would send. Every single time I would get some sort of a response. Whether it was negative or positive, I would get a response. And how you can bounce what, back. What kind of things would you say? Probably something for myself, right? But, but uh, um... <laughs> It was something along the lines of like something a little bit. It's called negging, and negging is 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 a way where you emotional abuse. Uh, well, no, you compliment you compliment but take it back, right? So you say something that is a negative compliment. It's a backhanded compliment. It's a backhanded compliment. Yeah. Emotional abuse. Uh, no, I think emotional abuse is much more dark. No, it's darker than that. You know, dark. That didn't no, absolutely not. Because you don't get so, so you don't get the person of your dreams or the person of your life and your future by negging someone. The reality of it is that if you meet someone that you truly spend the rest of your life with, or you want to spend the rest of your life with, you lay it out completely on the ground. When I met Lauren, I had no bullshit. Like I, I, I bullshitted a lot of fucking people in my time yeah. to be able to. All right, yeah, yeah, but but to be able to get one step further, you know, to get that next date, to get that mm. next chat, to get that number, whatever it was, right? Mm. When it came to Lauren, I had nothing to hide because I felt like if I started a, a a relationship, whether it was something serious or not, if I started anything with this human being, that was. Based on yeah, this based on dishonesty, I wouldn't get. That's far very interesting that you've learned that. that from your previous relationship, which was built on dishonesty. So, <laughs> so would you say that you've learned a very important lesson that you know you thought okay, you know, if I'm ultimately going to be with someone for the rest of my life, someone as great as Lauren, um, then that, that that can only really start from a place of complete honesty and openness. Oh, that's a really good question. I, 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 I think um, if I, if I'm being really brutally honest, you know, I, I lived my life of a fake it till you make it, and we made this joke earlier tonight, mm -hmm. you know, and I, and I think a lot of people do live that life to an extent. Uh, whether you're dating, you're on a night out, you see a hot girl or a hot guy or whatever, and and you will, they will make a joke. If you find them attractive, you will laugh at that joke. Mm -hmm. If you find them dead and ugly. You just walk off. If someone's you attractive, know, I, they can say whatever they want. They don't care. Oh my god! Oh, you're so funny. You know, I remember we we went on a night out with with Shadi and a few of us in in Camden, right? And this fresh Iranian guy came up to Shadi, and he was like, "Hey, darling, how's it going?" And and Shadi was like, oh, "I'm alright, thanks." And then, and then he was like, he was like. What? <laughs> what? Okay. Okay, what? You don't oh like me? Oh, yeah. And she was like, he was like, what? You don't like Tony? And she was like, you don't look like, like Tony. Tony. He was Italian. Like, <laughs> 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 and he was like, oh my god, you're being racist. I was like, I'm not being racist because I'm Iranian myself. I can smell an Iranian from 10 miles away. And he's like, I was like, anyway, fuck off. He's like, fuck off, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> 
literally called her out. And he goes, he goes, what? What? Okay. Okay, what? You fuck me? Okay, no. fuck you. Oh fuck you, God. okay. And, and go, imagine, we're on a night out, like a normal night out. But, but, you know, that's funny for a lot of people. Like, people will listen to this and uh, find it funny, whatever. But the reality of, the reality of it is, that's a real human being. Mm, His emotions are her versus someone that he's he is abusing in a way that that she doesn't want that contact right now you know like shadi is 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 a very chilled out person it's, it's not a person that is very complicated in the sense that like she needs you to say this to get that and blah 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 like she just needs you, you to be real so if some like freshy guy if some freshy guy comes over and is like bullshitting her it just makes her uncomfortable in her scenario it's not it's not you know it's not it's not it's not something that's comfortable and you got to remember whether you're on a dating app whether you're on a, a, a on, on a night out or whatever that scenario as a guy and i, and I think this is going to sound very sex, sexist and I, i've got no like qualms or or any like filter when it comes to these things and I, right. you guys know this guy yeah you guys know this but but, but when it comes to being like abusive as a man you have a lot more you have a lot more uh um uh um what's the word probably you have a lot more in you in terms of putting something because because people expect you to put something on a woman as opposed to a woman trying it on you so the expectation is a a guy hits on you the expectation is never a girl hits on you because when a girl hits on a guy the guy gets super excited when a guy hits on a girl it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Unless they're good looking or like their chat is good, right? And if you disagree with me, please say so. Because the reality of it is, no matter how, how much people want equality, if the guy doesn't hit on the girl, you're a pussy. And if, if, the, if the girl hits on the guy, then it's fucking weird. I, what I don't understand is she's aggressive. Yeah, but you got to accept that there's a difference. There's a difference in sex. But wait, I should have a question. Is there? So, Danny, because you're you're single. If a girl made the moves on you and she was like asking you out, and she was the one. I don't want to use the word pursuing, but you know, just being the one who's like taking more of the steps. How does that make a guy feel? Do you guys like that, or is that a? No, is that a turn-off, or is that a turn-on? Um, so, I don't, I don't think it's a turn-off. It depends on how much does she actually know, or what she's basing this pursuit on, right? Mm -hmm. Has she had a little bit of a conversation? Does she know that I'm, you know, such an amazing guy? <laughs> yeah, or, <laughs> or is it far, is, is it just, you know, purely she saw a guy that she, she was attracted to, and, and that's what it's based on, so... So is it if, if her she, intentions are pure, then? Is that well, what yeah, exactly, because if she, if she just spotted someone, and she thought, yeah, that's a hot guy, I'm going to go and chat to him, then you kind of think to yourself, okay, this is, this is a regular occurrence, she will do that to any guy that she just finds attractive, mm. and, and I'm not just a piece of meat. Right? Yeah. I'm but, sure but do you believe that, but, girl, but do you believe that more because a girl has hit on you? What do you mean? You think that more because a girl hate on you. If a girl hits on you, you think, nah, she's doing it to everyone. Well, do you not just get a bit gassed? Do you not think the same nah. thing? I, I, I typically don't approach girls out because the same way. similarly, I know that I'm, I'm conscious that they'll be thinking, you see it on me, but you see it on everybody else. Right? Yeah, you do. do and, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm very conscious yeah, of it. Yeah, and I hate to be come across that, so that's why I don't do it. If we, no one's gonna talk to each other, exactly, no one's gonna go to each other. Yeah, but, but, but there's a difference. There's a difference because as a guy, if you're conscious of what women think, in my opinion. Anyway. What do you guys actually know what women think? Like, like, like Danny, Danny and me are best friends. Right, but we have different ways of thinking. Oh, on, on, the, on, on this on this one topic, we have different ways of thinking. Right, me, I grew up. I grew up with a, 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 a my sister and my mom. Mm -hmm. Right, so I grew up with two women. So my banter and my jokes and my chat is more orientated around speaking to women. Right, it, but, but because I don't enjoy chat about football, I don't enjoy chat about sports. Right, and mm -hmm. if, if we talk about girls and this and that. You know, unless it's getting me somewhere, I don't really care about it. Whereas, like, I could talk about, a, you know, I could talk to a girl about like thousand different dead topics, but the reality of it is, like, those dead topics more, are more interesting to me than maybe maybe Danny's world, right? Fine. So, so where where I'm going with it is, Danny will talk to a girl, but his objective 
with talking to the girl is either getting somewhere or becoming friends. That's that's the reality of it. If you're being brutally honest with yourself, if you're not getting somewhere with it, you just want to be friends. Right? Well, what, what else is there? Why, why would you speak to someone? Just to have fun? Yeah, I have, no, I have no filter. I just feel like I, I will talk to someone just to have a chat. Yeah, no. So I think whether, whether they're a girl or a guy, I will fucking talk to them. Yeah, so I think uh, I think I've advanced to, to that level. I, I'm I'm similar as you, and I think that's that's the right way to be. It's you shouldn't go to into any conversation with a with an intention to do something backhanded. Like expectation. Exactly, yeah. and that is the way, and that's something I've learned from him. Actually, you know, if you are going to go out on a date, you know, just just go and have fun. Don't don't have any expectations. No don't expectations think about anything. Let it let it be natural, and 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 that for me actually, that it is a mind shift change. Yeah. I can't just speak to anybody without. Without caring, you know, whether it's friendship or... So I would say that has changed because of... Yeah, so on that reverse, which is actually, actually, actually think is a beautiful fucking point. On that reverse, I learned from Danny that, that actually if you're speaking to people... Like, because I've got no filter, we all know this. Like, I, I, I have nothing that, like, stops me from saying whatever I think. You know, as, as I, it, it comes into my brain, I'm going to say it because... Mm -hmm. I don't really care about your emotions at the time. I just care about whether right. what I'm saying is... No, 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 but, 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 but I'm, I'm not going to filter it. What I'm saying is what I think, right? And whether that sits with you well or not, it doesn't really matter. But what I learned from Danny is that actually what I say might emotionally or psychologically impact someone mm -hmm. that, that I've yeah, said that, yeah. that thing. So I've learned right. quite a lot from Danny in terms of like controlling That's my interesting thoughts. because you're like balancing each other out in a way, yeah. right? Yeah. Very much so, yeah. The two, mm. two, two extremes. One being very considerate, sensitive to how, you know, misogyny or how, you know, a female may take a, a, a guy's approach mm. versus a guy who's like, um, just very natural, just wants to have a conversation, but no filter. And those two kind of extremes you know, okay. we've learned a lot from each other in, in, our, um, in our approaches. So to just going back to the point you made earlier around having no expectations, I, I love that. Because yeah. it's no pressure on you, no pressure on them, you're just yourself, like whatever. But then, so if we're saying, um, you know, just... Oh God, I've lost my words. <laughs> <laughs> no expectations. Yeah, so if you're saying no expectations, however, they also say it's good to be intentional about your dating, right? So like you go mm, into something and point. you know that you want a person, you want a partner, you know what you want what you want in a partner, you know, you know, what you like, what you don't like, what your standards are, blah 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 blah. Then it's like at the same time have no expectations. Isn't that kind of a um what's the word? A contradicting in, yeah, in in a way. It is, right? yeah. I can, think can we ask them a question? Go on. Right, flip that question on his head, just just from you guys, because I think the point of this conversation when we talked about it was a guy's view versus a girl's. Yeah, and, I, yeah, and I yeah. talk a lot, so I feel like it's more my view than any of yours, right? So, so, you guys are both single. Yeah. Well, all right, you were a bit too quick to answer that, right? Right, well, but no, no, no. but you know what I mean. Like, like you're not in some like not serious relationship. I'm like, not that's in a committed. serious relationship. I'm in a situation. Speaking to people, yeah. No, okay. I'm not speaking to people. I'm speaking to a person. A person. Yeah. Okay. So in that scenario, and uh, what's your scenario? Um, I'm single. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. So so, so 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 so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So, so let me ask, uh, ask a question. Because to me, the human psyche is one of the most beautiful, exciting things. So, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so if you're speaking to someone, if they've got an opinion based on, uh, you know, their experiences of, of life, right? Ours being each other's and our personal ones, etc. You guys obviously have your own ones, etc. So, so, so I'll, I'll go through Shadi F. First, you're speaking to someone that that you say someone as opposed yeah. to like I'm I'm speaking to people and this person has stood mm -hmm. out, which is two different things, right? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like as a as a Middle Eastern as well, because because there is a difference in culture, yeah, 100%. you know, like they, uh, and I mean this with no disrespect whatsoever, but there are uh, um, English, Iranian, 
Colombian, you know, Japanese, Chinese, European. whatever, like whatever European, etc., that that will have their own ways of approach, right? American, whatever, right? And and everyone has their own stereotypes, I would say, about each other's cultures, etc. Iranians would seem as quite, I would personally say, as quite high maintenance, uh-huh. quite like, you know, you grow up with your parents saying like, if you cannot be the best person in the world, you know, you cannot be anybody. You know, you're, it's like everything or nothing. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but that, like, most Iranians have grown up with that sort of expectation that you've got to be this doctor or this mechanical. I, 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 I think the point blah, 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 is, is right? that there are high expectations expected of you, which translates into you having extremely high expectations of another person. Absolutely. So, so, so coming from that world, as an Iranian girl, mm-hmm. do you feel like there's more pressure? on you in terms of in terms of finding the person that ticks uh, all those boxes well, I've got the answer to this question. And, and before you do that i love this because myself and sam have both said that we never date an iranian girl so shut up or, or a french girl so or a french girl because they're girl. fucking nuts yeah it's funny that because you both dated an iranian so hmm, okay uh, well anyways i'm just saying half iranian half, half, half still counts yeah. half counts that's the half that was fucking important. Uh, wait, I want Shani to ask them, <laughs> yeah, yeah, then yeah, I want to ask them, why, why do you say that? But Karen, yeah, 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 please. So your question is, just to be clear, hmm. growing up as an Iranians, we've got high standards because our parents have basically drilled that into us, like, you've got to be the best version of yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. And you think that this might translate into me finding my future partner. Uh, this, might translate, I'm, this might translate into you finding the right, the right future life. partner, which ticks all the boxes. Okay, but I think that's subjective because obviously for me, I've got my own set of boxes that need to be ticked. Absolutely, Char- yeah. Charlie V might have a separate set of yeah, boxes yeah. that need to be yeah. ticked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess for me, it's a case of being in relationships, dating, and finding out what it is I want in a future partner. I don't think it's got anything to do with how I've been raised or what, like my parents. Not, not anything. You can't say anything. I don't know, like for me, because it's like I've got completely different views of what my future partner should be. To the, if I was to ask my mum, we wouldn't agree on this at mm. all. Yeah. So for me, it's just like, yeah, I've grown up, I'm 29 years old, I've, I've gone through, I've had experiences, and so now I know what I want in a partner. And for me, it was figuring out, like, actually, you know what, I don't care if my parents want this in my partner, because at the end of the day, I'm living with this person. So, Shadi, you say this, but I learnt. I learned something the hard way. So I was in a relationship for like three years and I was living on the other side of the world and I was with this person who I fell in love with and it was an amazing relationship. But he was so far away from my world, like my real world, Mm. from friends, from family, from everything. And then when I introduced him to that world, it slowly started to break down. And it's not because all my parents were like, oh, he's not good for you, or like, oh, da, da, da. it's because they know me at yeah. my core. So it's like, this person isn't going to make you happy. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the same kind of thing, but in a way, I feel like it is. You know, when they say your parents no, know you the best. I don't, I don't think it's cultural. I don't think it's cultural. The, you know, a, mm, yeah, it's about compatibility. It's yeah. And, and, and uh, I think that it's called it the four Ps, but one is like, you know, place. Um, you know how far away they live from you. There were certain basics that you know they have to match you, the match yeah. you with. And that person was simply too outside of your own world and culture or whatever you yeah, want to call it's it. Not, not the right person. But what I what I'm trying to say is that when you say if your mum, if you were to bring somebody home to meet the family, and if she didn't like them or there was something about it impacts them, your decision. You know, of course, it's, 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 it impacts your decision. If your mom says that guy is dead, my, 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 <laughs> do you know what I mean? Shit, like, You're gonna look at him yeah, differently. That's the reality. Like, like, like shit. Like what has she seen? Like that yeah, is the thing. But her, you know, you but we see our, our parents as this whole like this this thing where like, they don't get anything wrong, but they're humans too. They can completely do it. people forget. So like you can't take what your parents say as like gospel. At the end of the day, if I think she's being unreasonable, I'll be like being unreasonable yeah, yeah if i genuinely had like an inkling of like oh, i'm sh- i'm sure about this person i introduced him to my mum, and mum was like no then i'd be like okay cool but our parents don't know everything but, but, but do you think yeah. see, see this is so interesting because your culture right you you gotta remember you're not some white girl you're not some english girl that, that grew up and it's not being racist. You're not. That, that's the reality. But but it's not about colour. It's, it's about the culture that you you're brought up in, mm-hmm. right? So so you're brought up in 
quite an Iranian family in yeah. the sense that you're like you guys have Persian carpets in your house and you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not being disrespectful. Half Iranians have Persian carpets. No, no, no. Not Iranians have Persian carpets. You're in my house. I don't have Persian carpet. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't live with my parents. Now you have the sister. Where is my mum? Oh, it's all honey, baby. So, so, no. But the reality of it is. That you cannot, in any honest sense of the word, say that your culture has no influence on you. This is the thing, though. When I date like a certain culture, or like I base my expectations on that person on their background. So if they're English, I have a different set of expectations for them. If they're Iranian, I have a different okay, set of so expectations that's case for them. Point. That's, so that's a I good point. I, okay, I, okay, I, okay. But 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 do you, do you feel like? You could be from a different place and a different culture, but those expectations don't meet your Iranian culture. Because because so, you, you, you that's, a, that, that's you, been a, that's been practiced for me. I've had yeah. to learn that because for me, it's, so that's why I say I've got different expectations from different people. Because if they're Iranian, I'm going to expect them to have the same expectations as me in terms of. More. What do you think those expectations More. are higher? Hundred percent higher, but it would be the same. Well, so does that make guy. it harder for an Iranian guy to date you than an of English course, guy? Of course, yeah. That's my, nuts. I That's nuts. There should be no difference. If there's an English guy, I completely lower my expectations because they don't understand my culture. So I'm not expecting them to get everything right. But with an Iranian man, I'm like, you should know better. <laughs> That's, That's so really interesting. interesting. Wait, wait, what, what, what? It's true, when you date an Iranian man, they try harder in certain places that maybe other really? boyfriends don't. Yeah. So, so what did I do culture. different? You were the first Persian guy I've ever dated. And that, you could just, the culture, it's just it just clicks. Like, you get it. You got my family. No one else mm. that I dated before mm. understood how my family worked. There's a certain order to how it works. Yeah. And you got it. Meeting the parents, coming to the house, knowing this is... Like, you took my sisters out to lunch individually yeah, yeah, yeah. without yeah, yeah, yeah. me. And to your just parents. Get to but do you, think that, do you think that's not just a culture, it's also a personality thing as well, right? It's, 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 it's both. both. Are we I saying I'm pretty brilliant? Oh, okay, so. It's like, it's your mother, you know, she pushed you to be Absolutely, in a certain yeah. way. Your mom, Absolutely. like, raised you in a way that you respected women, you respected time, and you... Okay, well, women that matter. <laughs> <laughs> It's not easy, you know. My family's not easy, and <laughs> it you were and he the, didn't. It was not the culture. Like, no, like yeah. he he understood. Like there was a respect to the culture, a respect to the tradition, the like getting to know the family, getting to know my you know just being a part of the family mm-hmm. before we even. It was I think at the beginning of us dating uh, because we were long distance, we were traveling together. And before we actually planned our first trip, he came to San Diego to meet my parents and to meet my family so that they knew who he was mm. before we traveled together. Okay. And this is me being like in my late twenties. Like this yeah. is not me being in er, my yeah. It makes a difference though. But do you think? Let's say if he was, I don't know, Turkish, for example, could that still happen? Because it's like a similar kind of culture. culture? Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, possibly, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I, I, it's just such a, I think, without really n- knowing it, I think Iranian culture mm. just had such an impact on my life. Like, all the little things that we talk about, all the little, like, you know, traditions, the little, like, things we do, the food, mm. the cult. I mean, it's just, I feel like that that also helps quite a bit. It's just having that, like, feeling of home, of, like, yeah. that comfort that we can share together. Um, I feel like that makes a big difference. Can, can I add to something you were saying? Because I think um, that, that that was one of the most insane experiences of my life. You know, I I, I grew up in a world where uh, being polite and over polite was probably the right thing to do, mm-hmm. as 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 I'm sure you're aware of. You know, like. Being Iranian, it's about politeness. It's about saying the right thing more respect. than what it actually. Yeah, respect. yeah, respect. and and and, it, it, and it's about a show of respect more than actual respect. Sometimes yeah. you might not give a <laughs> shit about so someone, true. but but actually, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. 
And uh, so, is I, I find Iranian culture one of the most beautiful cultures in the world. And if you look back in history and look at uh, um, Persia or Iran or whatever you want to call it as a, as a as a as a dynasty, as an empire, whatever, blah blah blah. Mm. If you look at all the different cultures in the world, there's so many different cultures or so many different countries that have changed languages, changed cultures, changed the way they are. But wherever Iran controlled half of the planet and all the bits that they got taken over, well, if you look at Geng you know Genghis Khan and Alexander Great, the were the two people that took more than any other empire from the Persian Empire. Yeah. You know, so so if you look at the the Persian culture in those areas, even though they took over those areas, it wasn't that they forced the language on those people because the Iranian culture is quite welcoming. It's quite... Everything is about like, oh my God, come here. Let's do this together. Oh my God, let's have this food together. Everything is like I'm together. Playing, playing mind games. It, 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 it is. All that welcoming, all that thing is, is, is quite controlling, which is why yeah, someone like you, where you've had your Mexican side of the family and the Iranian side of the family, Iranian side of the family is so strong yeah, together. That everyone's like, yeah, everyone party together. We all go together. And then the Mexican side just gets kicked out, even though it's quite a strong culture and it's quite yeah. a strong history, it still gets overpowered. Therefore, a lot of the places. Very, very proud. Absolutely, a lot of a lot of places that were predominantly non-Iranian now have Iranian or Farsi languages because of the fact that the language is quite addictive and the people are quite addictive, etc., etc. What I was saying was, when I went to Lauren's house, what I understood was that I need to pay respect to all the individuals in her house because they're a close-knit family. And if I try to break that up and try to be the person halfway around the world that just comes in and says, hey, by the way, I'm trying to take your daughter away, they're going to tell you to F off. What I learned from Danny and all you guys was that actually the respect and the closeness... Is that is that beautiful thing? It's not. It's not about bullshitting and chatting up girls and all of that. Because well, I did that. You know, you did that. You guys have done that where you've talked shit to guys or whatever. You've had your we fun. Most people. Mostly, we don't laugh. All right. I know you guys as well as you guys know you guys. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. You talk some bag of Never, shit ever, in ever. your life. The reality of it is that when you meet someone that. There is no bullshit. Mm. You, I, 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 the day I met Lauren, I spent about four hours. We almost ruined my friend's uh, surprise birthday party because we spent it outside the, of the bar that he was supposed to come at. And we spent four hours talking and it was one of the most incredible four hours of my life. And that was the first time we ever met. Mm. That was 2016. And then we met again a few years later where we, t we kept in touch. But, but I kept in touch. She liked all my Instagram photos because, you know, I'm hot. But, but <laughs> no, 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 no. She slid in my DMs, but it's, okay. all, it's all good. But I, <laughs> I, I messaged her. I messaged her. Before I get told off, I messaged her about seven months before I, I went to America. I was like, hey, are you available in April? <laughs> it was like seven months before April. But Clear it's all good. But I knew exactly, like, I was like, this girl is fucking beautiful. And the met. I the night, question, though. Can I just say one this, on. with this one thing? The night I met her, Danny is testament to this more than anyone else because we obviously live together. I came home that night, like, and, I, and I came home to Danny. I went, I, I said to him, I said, I'm going to marry that girl one day. Aww. Right? And, 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 and yes, I've never said that before. You know, because every time I was talking a bag of it, did you say that? Yeah, I, I came home that night. <laughs> That he knows more than anyone else. And I said to him, I said, mate, I met this girl. She's half Mexican, half Iranian. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to marry that girl one day, right? And then it took you how many years later? To About three years, but it's all good. Four years, but it's all good. We got there, right? But the point being is, is, is that you, you meet someone, you have that conversation with them. It's a real conversation. And you meet a bunch of other people. And that conversation is nothing because you're just trying to fill the gap mm. until you get to something that is maybe a, a box that's ticked. And, and, and I felt like with Lauren, I never had to tick a box because the boxes were ticked already. Mm -hmm. We just had to build on it. And I think that was the point that, that changed for me from being someone that didn't really care about relationships and didn't really want something long term to someone that understood fuck 
if I don't stick with this, I'm going to lose something really, really fucking valuable. Mm. That's interesting. So did you, um, I guess before you met her, I just find this interesting. Like, were you in a headspace where you were like, I want to look, I want to find someone. I was I opposite. Look for something. I was opposite. I went to America for a lo- month long trip. Lauren knows this because I've said this more times than she wants to hear. But <laughs> I said it. When I went to America, Danny remembers. I said, mate, this is the trip that's going to solidify my bachelorship. That's how I fucking positioned it. It was a, it was a Tuesday night. I flew out on Thursday. I called Patrick on Tuesday, who's my business partner, fucking brilliant person. I called him and I said, mate, do you need me for April? And he said, no, I think we're good. I said, all right, I'm going to fly out to America. I had already booked <laughs> my my uh, trip to, to um, Coachella. Three trips to Vegas during and, and San Francisco, etc., etc. I'd, I'd literally already like confirmed those conversations. I just needed to book book the flights. As soon as Patrick told me it's all good, I just booked all of those flights. So I, I literally from I think it was uh, um, Tuesday. I flew out on Wednesday uh, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So so I ha- I went to America with no intention of anything long term. I went to America to solidify the fact that I was going to be when a bachelor. When you went to America, is that when you met Lauren again for the first time? After meeting her in London, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah, actually yeah. you hooked up with her in LA, as in like you met up and. Yeah, yeah, we met in in San Diego. I I had messaged her about five months before <laughs> saying, "Are you available in oh, April?" This is, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and so when we met up, uh, um, we were with one of my childhood friends, and I and I saw this uh, um, incredible person that that. Not only was she beautiful, but it was, it was, the conversation was just brilliant. It, it wasn't like, the conversation I had with her last time to the conversation I had with her two years later had not changed. It was two years? Yeah, yeah about two years, wow. 18 months. So you met and two years later you saw each other again. And yeah. you had the same conversation. We, well, we, the we same had the same connection as, in, as a conversation. In that two yeah. years, you hadn't spoken, or you had, or was it just the liking pictures? Oh, really, we just it was like liking pictures and commenting. You had too many photos of other girls. On <laughs> so I avoided him for a couple of years. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, Michael, question. I stayed now. away. So you <laughs> went to LA. You met up with Lauren, obviously, and you really liked her. But how did you know that this was different to all the other girls you've ever dated in your past? Yeah, that's a fucking... So wait, actually, no, no, wait. From that first four-hour conversation, you said you knew. You were like, I'm going to marry this girl, this is different, this is whatever. But then, for two years... Because she went back to America, and I I stayed over here. And I was at the beginning of my career where Mm. things were really picking up. You know, back then, £200 was a lot of money to Mm. me. Uh, so, um, right person, wrong time is a thing? Yeah, pff, I was doing my dissertation. Absolutely, right, yeah. My masters, so I didn't have time. Yeah, so we also. didn't, we, we tried to meet up a couple of times, but we didn't really get a chance to. Mm. And and so so then she went back to America, and I stayed over here. Me being the stubborn little Iranian that I am, I was like, I ain't gonna fucking speak to a girl that's over there, you know, and it just meant nothing to me. Mm. Then when I'm uh, went over there and I spent enough time over there. The day that I saw her again, you know, it wasn't that. You know, I think I think people that say, "Oh, my heart melted" and all that shit. I think it's bullshit. You know, I think there is a a, a psyche or a, a psychology that happens in your brain that you go, "Shit, this is the right thing." Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain decisions you make in life, and you go, "Oh my god, I don't know if this is the right thing or not." This there just no felt doubt. comfortable. There was no yeah. doubt. There was no doubt that I should be spending my time right now. There's no doubt that I. I mean, I called Danny after day two, going, "Oh my god, I've, I've spent like two or three days with this girl, and this is just brilliant." And he was like, "Oh my god, you're gonna come back married?" I was like, <laughs> "Me? What are you talking about?" Two years later, yeah, right. So, so, but that was a different thing. This is so bad that he's acting my parts. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not speaking. Like, and I'm not speaking. <laughs> he's acting my parts of the story. I think you should and I'm that. not speaking. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Let's ask Danny some questions. Let's ask Danny some questions. All right. We know about you now. You met Lauren. You knew she was the one instantly. It was different to any other guy you'd ever met before. Beautiful. You still didn't answer the question about what was different. How do you? How did you know it was different? But I don't want you to go off on a tangent again, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna answer that after that. No, no, uh, answer no, it now because otherwise. I think I think um, when you're visualizing stuff and uh, you are the north star, 
right? You, you guys are fantastic and amazing. So if, if that's the level of, you know, meeting someone that, you know, just clicks, you just know. Let's work back some backwards from that right mm -hmm. for these degenerates <laughs> left yeah. in the room who are still trying to figure it out let's let's focus on these guys this is why we're now. having this conversation by the way because all of us are fucking yeah. unsure yeah. <laughs> no, one, yeah, no, one no one knows what's going on we don't know what we want and then we think we do for one week and then it changes again the next week literally yeah. and then we find someone that we think we might like but then we're not sure if they like us so then we'll yeah. back away like it's it, it, do you think you overthink it? One hundred percent, of course. Yeah. But, but why do you think you overthink it? I don't know. It's because what, what are you overthinking? It's it's a years of seeing other people go through shit, go, me going, going through, through shit, and just building that distrust of men. I'm I guess. Just not, I'm not trusting anyone. Hold, hold on, wait, wait, because yeah. because that's a deeper answer. What are you overthinking? I'm overthinking whether, so if I like someone, do they like me back? Am I wasting my time? Are they wasting my time? Are they leading me on? Do, what do they want from me? Yeah, and are they lying about what they say? What do they want from me? <laughs> I'm not going to say, I'm not going to tell you. That's the thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's true. Like, how do you know if a guy is serious with you or if he just wants a bit of fun? But, but, but do you think that's because of modern day... It's no, I think I would add to this. I think, I think from a male's perspective, I, I have to add to this. It, I, I do feel your pain. Mm -hmm. I think it's very difficult. Um, he never knows what guys think of him. <laughs> Brilliant. So right, um, so, so because because um, from my, from my personal experience, you'll be speaking to someone. Yes, there might be an, an attraction, mm -hmm. um, but unless you something is really kind of clicked or um, you know you really really like that person, you're not going to go that extra mile. Yeah and you're not going to express your feelings openly mm -hmm. and therefore you're more inclined to think that that person is just you know wants to have a good time isn't going to take it that serious yeah. and i think that's a thing and and, and i think get, when a you guy get signals, you can get mixed signals you do get mixed signals yeah yeah, yeah and so when you get mixed signals what does that mean and you have to and you have to fend for that i think i mean you can't you, you can't give given too too quickly right because there there is a there's a moment where there's a, there's a desire is burning, you know, yeah. you are attracted and you are um, sort of infatuated with that person. Yeah. But you need to ensure that that isn't just a, uh, you lust. know, a, a lust as yeah, well. Yeah. Exactly. And as soon as you maybe sleep with that person, that sort of fades away very mm -hmm. quickly. So you do need to hold out. Um, and, and you need to ensure that that is kind of a consistent thing. Yeah, so I don't think that should be a rule. There shouldn't be a rule of, oh, you have to make sure you do it like this, you have to make sure you do it like that, because... There's just levels to it. It's not, it's not to say the guy doesn't like you, it's just how much. And the difficulty of it is, you know, you, you, you're not going to like someone loads immediately. You need, you need to build that up. And that's the balance that everybody's trying yeah, to get ahead of. But how long around. does that build up take? Because sometimes you can retain someone. So that's why the reason mind. is, that's why the thinking is, just, just in, try and enjoy yourself. Try and enjoy yourself with another person. Try and build some experiences. Have a conversation. Don't think about all those mm. big questions you know is he really does he really like me what is he really after the question should be do i really like him right like, yeah but I like, like if okay so then that's when it gets complicated because what if you decide that yeah i do really like this guy but i don't know what his intentions are with me do i want to get hurt it's communication isn't it yeah but sometimes guys can chat shit and they no, can just yeah, someone said this very 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 well we got lauren? Lauren's put her hand up. go on lauren, lauren. Uh, i want to make an artistic reference before i pass over to you as the artist in the room so one of my fairy ca characters um Ooh. Hank Moody in Californication says that women oh. are fully equipped. Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> women are fluent in all of the um, in all of the oils and water colouring, whilst men are there doodling with crayons when they're expressing emotions. Mm. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. So with that being said, right, I'll pass over to you. I love that. Wait, wait, wait can we just expand no. on that before you do? Yeah, right? What, like what, what does that what do you think that means? To, to the point about communicating feelings and and Shari, what you're touching on is that men, majority of men, I don't think I, I represent that side of um, side of things, but they're not great at expressing feelings, emotions. Maybe they're a little bit more closed off, unavailable, whatever else. And it could um, be for a myriad of reasons. It could be for a myriad of reasons, mm -hmm. yeah. And and that makes it very difficult to try and interpret what what the intentions are, how they're feeling. And and there is a generalization here that men aren't. They're just doodling with crayons when it comes yeah. to emotions in comparison to, to how much more in touch uh, kind of the femi feminist side is to, to, to emotions. And, yeah. 
And yeah, I, I feel for you. I feel for you girls. You are going to struggle. It's, it's hard. <laughs> what he's trying to say is, is like, he's, he's, he's saying, yeah. what he's saying is that men, men chat shit and we're so sorry about it. Uh, no, no, I'm not sorry about it. I'm not sorry about it. Tell us what you think. I don't think women should struggle with this at all, a hundred percent, because I think if you focus on what actually lights you up, what actually drives you, what makes you happy, if you do that, you, it will all fall in place. Like things in time will fall in place. I think if you focus on what, what you really want to do, what actually like pushes you, because I feel like there always is something that like you feel so much accomplishment from like when you have a connection with people, when you actually produce something that you are in love with, like in your own practice, in your own field, that is what makes your every day so important to you. That shows in your every being, in your every like cell of your body that shows and you end up, I don't know. I think that, in when you are in that place for yourself, the people will gravitate towards you that mm-hmm. you actually can connect with. So I think it's, in all honesty, sometimes a waste of time to think about how others will mm-hmm. perceive you. Amazing. Where in reality, if you just focus on what actually makes you happy, like to focus on, you know, this, even if it's the simplest thing, like, oh, even just going for a walk makes me happy. Yeah. Focus on that. Mm-hmm. Do that. Build a community around yourself. Build a community if that what makes you like feel whole. And then people will gravitate towards you just naturally. So mm-hmm. there is no way that, you know, there's no reason to feel the pressure to to be a certain way, to act a certain way, to, to attract a certain person. Yeah. Because if you are attracted to yourself, other people will be attracted well, to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred percent like I self love I, and affection yeah. and self care. Can I ask you a question on that? Do you think aesthetically and with a culture that is today, that is very, you know, you've got, Shall you got, you got, yeah, you've got music videos called WAP. 100%. Yeah, 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 I get that. So, so do you think that skews the mind of the average human being? 100%. What you're talking about as a, as a, as a 30... Uh, as, a, as a person that yeah. is... Uh, um, I'm 30. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, oh, wow. I'm, 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 oh, wow. No, I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm 30. I'm 31 years old. And <laughs> honestly, every day, as I'm. No, honestly, it, it took me this long to realize, like, okay, this is actually what it's about. Like, I. You know, I, I grew up in a family. I grew up in a family of very, like, okay, yes, I'm half Mexican, half Persian. I am. You know, from a family of very like, oh, they expect to high achieving, you know, children and you feel that pressure. And I am a high achieving female, which I happily embrace. I'm also dating a very highly achieving (laughs) male, you know, Persian guy that, you know, we are trying to find a balance of I, I want (laughs) to achieve, I want to achieve so much in my own life he wants to achieve so much in his life Mm -hmm. and we're trying to figure out a balance between that so we're still dating like even though yes we're in a committed relationship we're still figuring out who we are in this relationship together so that is a dating experience i i I liked what you said there um which is it's about first personal development first and foremost before you enter a relationship where you seek something right because if you're not developed personally you're you're going to be a piece of shit and you're going to attract pieces of shit mm-hmm. okay and uh just being completely blunt so it's it's the case of what you're saying is you need to know what you know you need to be comfortable with yourself what makes you happy okay and uh it's a journey right you know what no one's ready for it right off the bat it's yeah. what you learn from each experience each mm-hmm. relationship that you take something away from the one day one day luckily you're in a place where you're comfortable with who you are what you seek what you want and you will attract that person ultimately and you were able to have a healthy relationship where you're not having constant doubts or insecurities about how it might pan out. And, and that's when things click. And that's why, you know, different people have different levels of potential of, of personal development. Some people reach their peak at 23, 24 and they're ready to cave in. You know, those 
weirdos that <laughs> that get together when they're in secondary school and they're yeah. still somehow together, yeah. right? They, I, I think personally, there's, there's, they have a they have a limit to how much personal development and growth they want to achieve. Yeah, I, think, I think it's always Continual thing that is never going to stop, and I think the acceptance. What is going on with the microphone? How we stop in science? I think it's something that's never going to stop, and I think it's also figuring out, like meeting someone that understands that, and it's yeah. like you're your own person. In ten years' time, you, you could be completely different, and I'm okay with that. I think it's that you understanding. Know, you know who you are as a person. I think so. Who are you as a person? I'm Shadi. Hello, hello, hello. Genuinely, as as a, like you know, you you. you you do it for work, where people go, can you give me a bit of background? Yeah. It's the worst we, question ever. I'm not asking as in, like, sell yourself to me, as in, as in no, you as a person. And that so is... You know that well enough. I, so I take time to self-reflect. So I take time to think, what do I like? Like, what do I not like? What are my values? What are my standards? What happened last week that I wasn't fond of? What's, you know, that type of stuff. So I sit there and think about it, but... I have to actively sit there and do it and really yeah, think yeah, about it. Honestly, yeah. yeah, we're, 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 we're doing wine, and we tell each other what we don't like. I love that. I love that. What a tip! What a tip! Oh my god! Wait, sorry. Tell me more about this. So, so, so we we do we we have take the mic. Take the Someone give him the mic. Take 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 We do we do these honesty dates. You can hold this if you want. No. <laughs> so, so we do honesty dates and honesty dates for us is is fuck the bullshit fuck everything else you know just don't don't we drink the wine about... eat the cheese and then we say yeah, everything that bothers us yeah. about <laughs> each other <laughs> no no we are so brutally honest with each other in that in that few hours where i go fuck i don't really like this and she goes oh, i fucking hate this and i go oh my god did you know about this about my life she goes no i never knew that and we have like this. We make this... changes. We make yeah, changes. Yeah, and, and, and then the next day we wake up and go, did I really tell you that? You know, like, <laughs> fuck, you know? But 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 it's so uh, pure and Cathartic. honest and cool. And, and, and yeah, and it's really, it's, 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 it's it really is cool. Have yearly reviews at work and in business. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But, 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 yeah. What failed last year? Yeah. yeah, that's like, good though. This is working, this is working. It's, except like, we're pissed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and like, shit comes out that you don't want to share. So, you like, the positive stuff as well like absolutely. I hate this yeah. but I fucking love this yeah, yeah. Ah, absolutely. I think that's healthy though it's I really like that you need to yeah, check yeah. in on each other yeah. but, but, but my question my question on that right because I think this is a bad to risk of it right and I think Danny you were touching on this is is every single person if you go into this with the right mind frame and the right mm. right right mindset as mm. to what you want and who you are etc Everyone should end up in the fucking right relationship. The reason why you don't end up in the right relationship is because you can give the advice to the people that you love that you can never take the advice of the advice that you've given. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. that's the reality of it. Right? You're brilliant to other people. You're a fucking idiot to yourself. Right? But when I was... Uh, um, I'm sorry, it's going to be a, maybe a little bit cringe for you, but, but, but probably more worthwhile for others. Is, is that when I was maybe more single or dating, you know, I wasn't looking for something that fulfilled my life. I was looking for the next best, best thing that filled my time. Mm-hmm. Right? It wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't give a fuck. I, I, and you know this more than anyone else. I did not want to be in a ser- serious relationship ever. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't because I had in my own head certain responsibilities as an individual that I wanted to fulfill before anything else, right? And if I liked someone more than I expected, that would, like, shock my world and it would destroy me. I'd be like, oh, my God, I didn't expect this. Oh, my God, my world is, like, rocked. But, but then when it ended, I was, like, super sad about it for, like, three weeks and then it was the end of that, right? Because, because the reality of it is the people that were around me, you, Charlie, I would call you one of the first people that I would call uh, uh, Nad herself would hang out. That was too shoddy, yeah. Uh, shoddy me, but in case I don't want to see me point figures. <laughs> right, right. But you guys were the people that I would fucking go to every single time. Why? Because my mum was halfway around the world that even though she'd be like, I know everything you're doing, <laughs> she wasn't there. You know, my sister was at university and she was like, I know everything you're doing, she wasn't there. The reality of it was the people that were seeing me on a weekly basis was Danny. You, you, Nadia, 
uh, George, etc., Mandela, bo the boys, you know, and those were the people that would see my daily activities. So when something that was as pure as a relationship happened, you guys were the worst ones. You guys would fucking judge the person that I was with. Of course, yeah, 100%. Else. But you guys judge that person a lot better than the person you would date. Why? Probably yeah, because yeah, but we have no emotion because we have no emotional attachment to that person, so we can yes. we we have there's no so you love see involved, it for what it is. No lust involved. Of course, but yeah. You, you, so have you heard of the six languages of love? It's five. five. Oh, there's five. five. Yeah. Five. I didn't want to be the one to say it. The five love languages. Yeah, like physical touch, words of uh, affirmation. Yes. Um, Someone sent me this link. Words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, physical touch. Yes, he's right. right. Yeah, yeah, Preempting so, yeah, them. I, I literally Googled it. Yeah. So, so, By the way, you're not one in particular. You're all of them, but you may lean towards one more. Absolutely. So, so my point, my, my point with this is, is, is that each person is different, and I feel like you understand your friends' points better than you understand your probably. Friend. Yeah, right, because, because, because you need to sit down and I'm really tell yourself, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I fucking want physical touch. And fucking buy me a gift, bitch. You and tell me I'm amazing. Yeah, yeah. Tell me I'm amazing. You know. What's the other one? But the reality of it is, the, if I if I look back at it, sometimes I know this is gonna sound fucking cheesy as fuck. I really control myself to not say. Just say it. Right, right. Just be proud of me for that. But cheesy as fuck. There's a couple of mornings where I wake up and Lauren did something really geeky or stupid or like like silly. I go fuck. I love that about her. And and, and it was like something so silly and and weird. You know, today I'll show you the picture, right? I, I, I wish I could show you the good picture. <laughs> I did not expect. You guys know me. I aim for fucking high. You know, as high as I possibly can. She had socks in her head today. You know, I can't fucking... She was doing a TikTok no. video. Yeah, exactly! Okay, I can't accept that. But, 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 but... <laughs> in, in my head, I never thought I'd be dating someone that fucking put socks in their head. Do you know, yeah, do you know what I mean? Shit happens, you know? Yeah, yeah, but, but... Do you know how pure and simple that was to me? When she did it, I found it so funny. And I called, like, a couple of my colleagues and I was like... Laura's wearing socks in the head. Like, this is bullshit. And make the bed right. he sends pictures of people. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. I, I did take the pics. But do you know what? You wake up and you go, that was actually really cute. And actually, if it was someone else, they probably wouldn't even, like, do that. And, and those little things, I think that's the difference that it makes with someone else that maybe you're not in love with or, like, you care about. Because I think it's those little things that tickle your fancy, that, that you go, that really makes me, like, giggle, or that makes me happy, or whatever it is. how do you get there? You're making a lot of people jealous. That's correct. You're making a lot of people jealous. Let's go back. Let's help the people. Let's help the people. We have reached the pinnacle, guys. We have reached the peak of the mountain. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review. Nothing more. Nothing less. If you haven't enjoyed it, please keep your opinions to yourself. You can get in touch with us on Instagram at nomilk2sugars. Or email us at nomilk2sugars at outlook.com. Until next time. Bye.